It's tea time! This is where we spill the tea. I mean, we're here. We're on the Jones Beach Boardwalk. Oh Dee Snyder's calling in. Wrap it up. We've been hanging out with the hot teas. The hot teas, by the way, are amazing. Hashtag <laughs> Long, Long Island, Island Life. Life. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, welcome back to Long Island Tea, uh, where we spill the tea on everything that's happening on Long Island and why we're living our best life. I'm Kristen. And I'm Sharon. And we have a very special guest today, which we've been kind of hyping you up, Mr. Dan Lloyd with Minority Minority Millennials. Yeah, I that? Well, it's a, it's a I, tongue I, twister. Yeah. I, just threw, I just took my first drink, so <laughs> uh, you can't blame me. I don't even have a sip yet. <laughs> um, and a Discover Long Island board member. Yes. That's, Yay! Yes, I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, you had your first board meeting this week, right? Yeah, it was very, very uh, insightful. Yeah, it was interesting. We're <laughs> going to talk about that, but uh, before we start, we always start the show with... How you doing? Yeah, I, I saw that actually, so I got to follow up. <laughs> How you doing? Nice. <laughs> That's good. How Sharon? you doing? Yeah. Um, I'm doing, well, uh, should I just read my horoscope? I, I would go for to it. To tell you yes. how I'm doing? Because, you know, Dan, I'm big on my horoscope. We talk about it every episode pretty much. So here's what my horoscope says today. Mm-hmm. Are you ready yeah. for this? This is how I'm doing. Uh, you may be, and I have to wear my glasses. You may be making a choice now that other people scoff at. They may not understand your vision or what a wonderful flair you have for doing what you want to do. Uh, I can't even read this. Hold on. Uh, for doing what you want to do with this choice. Rather than allowing a visceral reaction to getting criticism or warnings that it won't work, trust in that vision and flair that you know you have. That's really one of the most important keys in choosing the paths you take in life. Great pioneers always had visions that others didn't understand. Remember that today. So I've been trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is... Because no one understands my vision these days, That's Dan. crazy. I mean, even after the conversation we had yesterday about your visionary. Whoa. You are, you know... Oh, no. Uh, so you had your first board meeting. Mm-hmm. They're not usually that... Uh, Exciting. I mean, it was pretty. It was there were some interesting conversations. Yeah. Caroline's over there, like, yeah, that was a good one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so welcome. Usually, but there's there's just some weird. You know, there's some. I think you know it's growing pains, right? I, yeah, and you know, it's. A, I've always said this to you. It's kind of like whatever way the wind's blowing that day. Yeah. You know, like it, it goes. Well, you never you, know. well, and you know what? I can't. Uh, Dan and I, we were just talking about how we um, love to listen to podcasts and audible books and history. And so I pulled this. And, and so I'm that crazy person at the stoplight, like, and I write notes on my phone based on whatever I'm <laughs> listening to. And I usually write down the um, author, but I forgot. But I, I wrote this quote down, and it's been in my notes uh, for a long time. And it says, There's one constant in life. If you build something worth having, someone's going to try and take it. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. and you know, and we've said, we just talk about the real, real here, Dan, as you can tell. I love that. Right? Listen, yeah. <laughs> we and, are spilling some tea. And we spill the tea. And we work really hard. And, and it's one of those things like, and it's great. And we have such great support. Our board is amazing. And we get such, there's so much value. And everyone loves what we're doing. But the more people love what you're doing, the more they want of it. Yeah. Right. Everyone's like, right. I want, want more. more. Yeah. Do more. Yeah. That was great, all the awards that you won and everything you're producing and the fact that you're literally known as the content beasts of the industry and nobody is doing what you're doing uh, on your in crazy shoestring budget, mm-hmm. but do more yeah. with less. What else you got? <laughs> do you feel that way, Dan? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been a struggling entrepreneur for about 10 years. So as you know, you're trying to fulfill your vision, you uh, have to put out a lot of work. 
And sometimes people don't understand that until it's later. And then, you, you know, you have to always kind of be ahead of the curve. So it could be a difficult process. And so I have to get, you know, I was just telling um, we were talking earlier. I, I do want to tip my hat off to you because the amount of work that you're able to put out as an organization, Long Island in general is not up to that, you know, innovation mm-hmm. in, in, across the board, Nassau yeah. and Suffolk County. So, you know, I'm uh, proud to be on the board of Discover Long Island, not only because of the work that you all do, but the innovation that you put into um, highlighting our region, which is desperately Aww. needed in this time. So, See, Aww. this is why I love the board. And this is what I tell everybody, like, it's a roller coaster because you start you get a you get one phone call you know or somebody like criticize you and you're like mm, this is why, why we're why what do we're doing and yeah. then somebody like Dan comes in and says uh, amazing and yeah. recognizes your work and you're like okay I feel good about it yeah and you know I loved your story too because like again I think a hustler appreciates a hustler you know yeah. you gotta hustle yeah and it's and it's not just hustle it's hustle and heart mm. and that's what makes people like I think you really exciting because you have a purpose you're like a, a passion in purpose kind of mm-hmm. thing love so it yeah no it's, a, it's definitely something that i've had to grow into so you know i i say it's taken me 35 years to figure out somewhat of my purpose and i'm 35 years old so, <laughs> so tell us about tell us about my minority millennials because tell us how it started and like where it's at today yeah well i'll just say that i'm a native long islander and i, I say that because it's part of how we created minority millennials and uh, I come from a biracial family, so I'm half Irish, half African American. Mm-hmm. So it it always created this kind of um, understanding of different backgrounds and cultures that, for a long time, I w- took it as an insecurity. Um, mm-hmm. But then I eventually understood the value in it, and it's become kind of a, an outlier for me to understand and have empathy for all different diverse uh, backgrounds and, and cultures. Um, but I come from a nonprofit family, mm-hmm. and, and and my parents are, are pastors, but they also had a nonprofit for 30 years. And growing up in Long Island, I wanted to get as far away from that as possible. <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with the church or a nonprofit or Long Island in general. So I got as far as to Newark. <laughs> I didn't get that far. Cross the bridge. Yeah, and then you're, the like, bridge. You're, you're like, oh, my God, yeah. this is Turn what's back. out there. I'm coming back. <laughs> no, I actually loved it. It was in the time. It was in, I was there when uh, Mayor Cory Booker was there. And oh, so cool. it was a lot of, lot of progression, a mm-hmm. lot of like, really cool things going on. And I started a record label. Um, and uh, we did very well wow. for the time. And part of, I learned how the political, economic, kind of the vibrance of a, of a growing city and how music plays a role in that. But I also learned, more importantly, the role of civic engagement and how important understanding your, the political figures and the game and how that works within a city complex. Um, and I moved back at 30 years old. I got married in 2016. When I moved back, I was flat broke, lost everything, the, the rec label. I got ego. It, I lost my mind. I thought it was much bigger. I wanted to be in California, record mm-hmm. executive. It didn't work out. But it was through God's grace because I moved back and I had to live with my parents. Mm-hmm. At, at 30, 30 years, years old. old. This is five married. years ago. Yeah, we're celebrating yeah. five years, six years. Um, and when I moved back home in Wine Dance, I was, uh, and I saw Wine Dance rising, it was a development, half a mm-hmm. billion dollar development. So obviously I'm thinking, wow, this is incredible. Who's doing this? What's going on? And so I was talking to my father, and he's mentioning, you know, the town of Babylon. So I'm learning all of these different political figures and how this happens. And I was asking all my friends and colleagues, do you know about this? Do you know how much money is going into this? How can we build off this? How can we create a scene of vibrancy? And no one was interested. Mm-hmm. No one. None of my colleagues, none of my friends. And so I was talking to one of my close buddies, Andrew, and I was like, we have to create an organization that bridges the gap between policy and culture. 
that really gets young people of color specifically not only engaged, but understands the value and the power of being engaged so that they can help their family, but also personally and professionally develop. And that's how we started Minority Millennials. It was wow. literally just a civic organization, to be honest with you, to bridge the gap between policy and culture. We started doing events called Idea Exchanges, and we would just sit around in a room and talk about the problems that we said that we faced in a community, and then how can we solve those problems with these solutions. And we started meeting with elected officials. And in the first two years, it really grew. And one of the things that we noticed was that the companies that were sponsoring us were also looking to diversify their workforce mm -hmm. or were looking to diversify um, their, their products and really just more engaged in this rising diverse gener uh, generation. And we just started expanding where now we have an ecosystem of civic engagement, workforce development, and economic development. So that's like our three tiers. Mm -hmm. Everything that we do, every event, every program we do is around those three things. We believe that ecosystem uh, solves a lot of the inequities and the issues that we here have here in the Long Island region. So our mission, just I'll end off for that, is uh, to help young people of color access jobs, build wealth, and become civically engaged. Yeah. We believe in those three things can really uh, help close that gap of inequity. I love it. I love hearing that story, and I like this the third part because I think that's like the void that so many people, you know, the civic engagement and I, I'm always telling people, read the paper yeah. every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Know your elected officials. It, people get so wrapped up in like the presidential politics, yes. but it's really your local, local. politics yeah. that impacts your day to day. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to teach our young people because and I was telling Chris earlier, we were talking and I, we sit around the dinner table and I, we have family dinner night because I have like five teenagers in my house, you know, <laughs> and they t we talk about everything. And they hear all the stories. Yeah. And my daughter now, my oldest daughter now wants to kind of go into politics and law because she's grown up with me talking about it. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing to them when they go to school. She's doing a power and politics class right now. How much her peers don't know anything yeah. about it. And yeah. she knows, because I'm like, did you read the paper today? Mm -hmm. Did you see this? Did you see what's happening? Mm -hmm. uh, and so... And they pay attention, and and it's amazing that it's just ingrained in them. Yeah, I mean, you said a key word, and we were talking about the power broker, but one of the things that we try to change the definition of civic engagement, because when you think about it, it could be a little boring. Sometimes people think of it as corny, right? I know I need to vote. I know I need to fill out the census. Mm -hmm. But when you kind of replace that with the concept of power, and if you're ignorant to how power works, then that's going to impact you. And that has impacted a lot of people, regardless of race or background, whatever, as a society. And so when we talk to young people, it's like you have to understand how um, much power you have in your own right, in your own experience, when you l learn civic and the, what it means to be civically engaged. Yeah. And then how to kind of navigate all of that to pull it together to solve the problems that you're saying that you have. And that's why it's so important. So, but speaking of, of um, papers, I think in the morning I read Bloomberg, uh, Reuters, I, obviously Newsday, CNN yeah. State. So that you yeah. know, I love it. You yeah, know. I mean it's just just good to know what's going. On. I've got some stories for you guys yeah. from today's uh, Newsday for some Long Island life, some hashtag Long Island life. <laughs> I read it and I'm like, is anyone reading this? This Only is, on Long this Island. Is crazy. <laughs> um, but uh, before we get into that, because I think before we read those, we're going to need some wine. So uh, we are drinking. I have to say, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm, I can't mm -hmm. say it's a favorite, but Sharon, you want to tell? Yeah, sure. What our wine of the week is. So we're drinking Cana Costa's Cabernet Franc Reserve. I love this. Yeah, I'm this telling is you, one of my favorites. I needed this today after my after this week. It's unbelievable. Uh, this bottle contains a fluid reflection of the last leg on. On a long journey rooted in 
I don't even know what that I, I, says. Like, Maybe I, I need my glasses. <laughs> um, it, Wait, what does it say? Just go ahead and try and pronounce it. This is one of my favorite things funny. that we do. She loves to make fun of me. Yeah. Um, agrarian? Agra- agrarian? Okay. I don't know what you're saying. Usually I can... Agrarian. I don't agrarian. know what that means, though. Okay. Just so you know. So this is the one time. I can't make fun of you. But you see it, so okay. One time she was like, uh, it has hints of brioche. <laughs> I'm like, what is... I'm looking like uh, brioche. Oh. Sharon. <laughs> 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 we like cried laughing. That's a difficult one. That's uh, it is cool. hard. I mean, it's a weird spelling. Okay, right? It is weird. So this is, uh, I can't, I'm not even going to try. Are we done with the description and just talk about it's delicious? Yeah, or? sure. Okay. It's we fine. can keep reading it if you want to. It's intellectual curiosity and personal growth. Start with a 62-acre waterfront farm, plant a remarkable vineyard, and build a sustainable wind-powered winery. This is what Cana yeah, like, Costa honestly, is. I mean, we were telling exactly. you earlier, it is gorgeous. Cana Costa is one of, if not the only, vineyard on the water and it's this it's small right yeah, so like, they there's like d- just so you know don't go there with a limo right don't, don't go like there with your party bus mm-hmm. okay this is for this serious mm. person that wants an intimate experience of really quality wines and it's this beautiful little farmhouse like and it's you go and then you have this huge waterfront um and the guy the owner michael he is like um, a former corporate lawyer out of new york city that decided to come out to the north fork you know, a decade ago, whatever, start making quality wines. Quality nice. wines. It's and uh, man, he is on point. Yes. <laughs> like, Especially with his cow I, I mean, and his rose and all of his wines I are really know. good. I love it. I do. But we were telling Dan earlier that. Long Island is known for Cab Franc, yes. which is not, it's, you know, it's not yeah. a typical. And this is your first Cab Franc experience. All right, cheers. All right, here's to Long Island wine country. Yes. Thank you for being our sponsor. Um, and as everybody knows that listens to this, there's 57 different distinct winemakers on Long Island. And um, you can go to liwines.com for more information or longislandteapodcast.com for like wine of the week or and and the the website is perfect to tell you if you want to go with your pet, if you want to oh, go with yeah, your kids, if you want to do a picnic, yeah. if you want to stay overnight somewhere. So um, if you're going to go out to the vineyards, please go to the liwines.com or you can get there through our podcast site and um, make sure you know the best one for you based yeah. on that day because this is the best one for me today. I'm yeah. telling you right now. It's always <laughs> the best one for me. Um, <laughs> and right after the board meeting, we had a really cool event at Top Golf. Uh, we yes. had, yeah. Did you love it? It was. I actually didn't. I wasn't able like, to enjoy you it. it. Yeah. You oh, missed it. You missed it. He well, he's he's important. He's a big deal. Yeah, he's, he's like, like kind of a big deal. He's like, um, I gotta go. Yeah, got things to do. He's like, I'm <laughs> here for the board meeting, and then I can't just turn like hang out with you. Yeah. turns out at Top yeah. Golf. But Top Golf, had you been there before? No, that was my first time. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool, wasn't yeah, it? It really is. It's a beautiful. Um, the whole layout is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And um, you know what I love about it? What? It's so it's so like you said, the layout is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's like. Um, you know, serious. Like, like you oh. don't even realize like what you're walking into. Oh, yeah. But it's awesome because you can go with the, your friends and like drink and have a great time and like you know spend all night there on a Friday night, mm-hmm. or you can go on a Tuesday. Like it was slammed when we were there, and you can have kids. You can have your oh, kids yeah. with you. Oh my god, it's so. Let me tell awesome. you, their chicken tenders yeah. that they had at our event. It's funny. Uh, Tegan was texting me like, "Bring me some of those." She chicken was watching t- the TikTok. No, no, but she's like, they're on TikTok yeah. about how good their chicken tenders are. Yeah. I was like. Girly, those went away a long time ago. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what happened. Sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, those are gone. Um, but the cool thing is, like, you don't even have to. We went to the bays and we golfed, but you don't even have to do that. You, there was just like a bar there. You can just go to the I bar. Did see the bar? Yeah. Yeah, nice. and people yeah. are just like fully yeah. hanging out yeah. at the bar, and it's a great location right off the LIE in Holtzville. And uh, Top Golf is a new corporate partner of ours, um, and we co-hosted that event with the Long Island Association, which is the leading business advocacy association, and their team is 
amazing and um i just love working with them oh, matt cohen been and amazing. his team yeah um they're just so cool matt's on the board as well so yeah. you'll get to meet him at next at you probably know you know matt cohen yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. stacy oh, yeah. too Stacey yeah stacy yeah i mean everybody um anyway so that was a great event and i love their team so thank you to the lia and top golf for that it was really fun we had like it was sold out actually yeah uh it's 120 people and there was um, heaters there too yeah so that's, you can go oh, there like oh, right oh, now oh, oh yeah get this yeah. when you what we discovered when you sit in the bays because um there's heaters above it was awesome because it was cold that night and i had a short sleeve dress on and i'm out there the cushions of the outdoor furniture are mm-hmm. heated oh my gosh the, Alyssa the was telling chair me cushions are heated so you're sitting there like toasty warm yeah she's like i looked it up we're gonna i'm gonna order some yeah i'm telling <laughs> so you you should go price. i think that's one of those attractions you should go now in the winter because in the mm. summer it's gonna be yeah. slammed yeah. Yeah. that's such a fun friday night <laughs> yeah it's a good experience too, yeah in general yeah, yeah. so i think that's fun um okay so something else that happened that we announced at the board meeting and that um we just announced nationally is uh dan are you playing wordle Mm-hmm. I am not, but I keep hearing you talk about it, so now You're I'm not? interested. Yes. I saw it actually in Newsday. I think it was today or yesterday they mentioned it. Yes, so. and it was a huge thing on the Today Show today, actually. Yeah. It was Carson Daly does Pop Start, and they were talking about Wordle because it's this game that some guy basically started. His mm-hmm. last name is basically Wordle, Wordle or something like that. He did it for his girlfriend because they love crosswords. And he did it as like a, a like a birthday present or something for her. Coded it. Coded and it and yeah. made the game. And so you basically, there's a five-letter word, and you get six tries to guess the word. And it'll tell you if if you guessed a letter, if it's in the wrong place, it's yellow. And if you've guessed a letter and it's in the right place, it's green. Mm-hmm. So then you have to kind and of look at the... And then there's black. The letter's not... means it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's then not. It, it's not in there. So... Um, anyway, so you get six tries, and then you share it. So my whole family chat, like you share, it, it's like shame. Okay. You know, everyone's like a total competition. Of you get six how tries. How many it. tries? It, yeah. I didn't get today's wordle, and it was so easy. It was so easy in the end. You know what? But because there was so many different variations. Of yes. It. So uh, I was watching the Today Show today, and they were like, "The big story is has it gotten harder?" So it was like. Yesterday's was super hard. It was dumb. Wait, does everyone get the same? Yes, yes. Everyone everyone in America gets the same word. Really? Yeah. And so everyone's playing against each other. Wow. So it's great. But um, so it was started in November, I think, and then it was like, and then there was like three hundred thousand people playing it, you know, in January, and now it's like two million people a day play Wordle, including the entire Today Show staff. Including the entire DLI staff. Yeah, of course, everybody. Everybody's (laughs) playing Wordle. Um, And they were all talking about, like, has it gotten harder since New York Times bought it? So the New York Times paid seven figures. Right. And recently, and they're like, oh, the big story is, is it harder now? New York Times are making it harder? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, they uh, so in fact, the interview today was the guy from New York Times was like, "No, in fact, we're taking out some obscure words. So a real, a weird thing happened a couple days ago. Where I was playing it, and I get up like I'm crazy. I get up super early in the yeah, morning, yeah. and I play Wordle because I'm an in- competitive psycho, <laughs> and so I have to be the first person to send to my family right, chat because you're like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be the one. Yeah, I'm insane. Yeah, and so and I did it, and it, I was so angry at this stupid word. It was agora. I'm like, oh, yeah, what is this word? What mm-hmm. is the, what does it even mean? It does not. And then Google it. Not even a word. I didn't get it. I mean, I cheated. I got it because I cheated, but I usually don't. <laughs> But I was like, what What words are to the A-G that's not, again, and Agora, and it's like some ancient Greece, something or other. I'm like, yeah. that is not a word. So then Thomas played it, like, a couple hours later, and he's like, oh, aroma. I, that's what I got. I got aroma. Yeah, I'm like, 
No, that's not the word I got. So New York Times actually changed it that day because it was too obscure. So they so I took it early in the morning, and Mm. then people they were like, "This is not a real word." Yeah, turns out. Yeah, but it's funny because it'll it'll shake and be like, "No, not don't submit." You know, like whatever. Oh, it's like not a word. Not a word. But my trick to this game is always start with the vowels. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know. So my first word every time is beach. B e a c h. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. My first word is always great. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So, so what do you get, like blank spaces or something? And then I'll you show you. Yeah, I'll show. So you just type it in and it tells you if it's black, it means the word is not, that letter's not in the word. Okay. And it's got the alphabet down here so you can see the it's other like letters. Keyboard. Oh, okay. See a keyboard. And so you can, you can see what's not in it and if your letters are in the right or wrong place. And so you're like, okay, it's got this letter, but it goes somewhere else. It, it's just fun. It's, you know, it's a little mind game. Wakes you up in the morning. So because, like Dan said, we are always about innovation mm-hmm. at Discover Long mm-hmm. Island. So a couple weeks ago, we we're talking about Wordle on the pod, and I was like, somebody, my daughter texted me like, oh, Taylor Swift has her own Wordle. It's called Taylordle. And I'm like, what? Mm. I, I want a Wordle. Taylor. You can get your own Wordle? <laughs> I was like, Alyssa, get me a Wordle. you I, came in hot that day. <laughs> I was like, Alyssa, Long Island Wordle now. Oh Thank my you, God, please. That was Alyssa's so funny. Like, Got it. She's like, I'm on it. Literally in five seconds. I'm going to figure it out. I I, like ruined Alyssa's life with this project. Well, in five seconds, she's like popped it up. She's like, got it. LongIslandWordle.com, whatever it is. Yeah. And then since then, we've been like, okay. Well, we can't call it Long Island Wordle. So we've been figuring it out. We want want it a little bit more customized so that it has our look and feel. Yeah. But so she's we, like, I, I bought the, the URLs. Yeah. We bought all the URLs. (laughs) So now we have our very own Long Island doll. Oh, so it's www. Does anyone say that www anymore? I think I'm the only person. That, um, Long Island le. dot com. Long Island dot com. Now you'll have to play Long Island Dole. I got to get into it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So it becomes uh, addicting. So then you know, like you wake up, like Kristen said, and you want to be the first one to get it. Yeah. Well, also you need to get. It's one of those like spoiler alert things. You got to get it before you go before to your because yeah. everybody's gonna tell you what it well, is before you even go on social media. Right. You, know? yeah. you can't do. Yeah, yeah I got to yeah. get it. So and it's fun and just wakes your brain up. But um, so uh, thanks to the team for making that happen and and for just understanding my insanity. <laughs> um, but first of all, uh, there was a really cool article in today's Newsday as we always talk about mm-hmm. um, Long Island graduation rates. I'm always talking about how awesome the schools are here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it's expensive to live here. Yeah. But dang. Yeah, the schools That's are amazing. good. I know. And our uh, graduation rate just rose to ninety-two point two percent in twenty twenty-one. Amazing, up from ninety-one point five. And by the way, just to give you an idea, I had to Google this, but the national average is seventy-five to ninety-four. Wow, the highest. Wow. <clears throat> can you guess the highest state mm-hmm. that has the graduation rate? Mm-hmm. It's a surprise. Really? Anybody guess? Arizona? No, Arizona's the bottom, girly. They pay their teachers like $30,000 a year. It's bad. Montana. Yes! No way. Really? How did you know that, Dan? It's just the most isolated state. Yes! Mm -hmm. Montana! Is that real? Is that? Yes! You're so smart. Who would have thunk that? I saw that and I was like, I have seen Yellowstone and (laughs) I would not have guessed that. (laughs) I was like, wow. Yeah, per capita, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, that's I, why I even was joking. That's why he that's said why that. I said. <laughs> no, that's yeah. 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 That's amazing. Montana has the highest uh, graduation rate. So uh, kudos to Long Island. You know, Long Island, there's 121 school districts on Long Island, and that's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's weird, and um, and there's a lot of, like, somewhat controversy, controversial drama, whatever, like oh, yeah. superintendents, and there's, there's um, always tea. Always. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And every day in the paper, there's some tea on this. But. 
they're doing something right because yeah. these kids are graduating and a lot of them are getting their diplomas. Um, so I had to tell you this because we're always talking about like what gets news. Dan, do you feel like this? Like sometimes we'll put like an article out. Like we won a national award for social media and like, hello, no one cares. And yet what gets a full page of news? <laughs> so you know what the full page of news was today? What? There's a new bingo machine oh. in the Smithtown <laughs> Senior Center. Yeah. Case full page. Yep. Full page picture, things to know about the fact that they're luring back their seniors after Aww. COVID with the new bingo machine. In Newsday? Yeah. Oh, wow. In Smithtown. I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm excited I would go for play them. bingo. Okay. <laughs> but I'm like, really? Mm. Full page? Yeah. Like, mm. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And in uh, additional news, I, this one I actually pulled. Speaking of senior news, this, is, this one I thought was me. Did you see this one? Uh, effort to spare a cherished site is the title. Okay. Uh, a plan to build a senior housing at a bowling alley faces mm, opposition. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just to recap, the treasured site is a bowling alley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh uh, and God. so I read this article and I was like, is anyone? Does anyone else think this is weird? A little bizarre. Um, and it's just, you know, it's funny. It's like uh, there's a senior living facility. I mean, there's a big need for that yeah. on Long Island yeah, right now. Out. And um, also very lucrative. Uh, but they had a, a town <laughs> meeting and they're like, uh, out of the 60 people attended and almost a dozen opposed this site. I'm like, almost a dozen? <laughs> so out of six people that were there, a handful of people actually mm-hmm. opposed it. So this is the whole article. That's the opposition. That's, the yeah. article is about the opposition, not the senior center that's being. I don't know. What do you think about that? Long Island has a, is known for being opposed to development. So mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. The yeah, they're worried reputation. about. They're worried about. Um, uh, let's see. Close to a dozen raised concerns about infrastructure, service, and traffic hmm. at the senior center and Smithtown. Oh my god! No, no, no! It's in East Islip. East Islip. Okay. And. It's uh, interesting because people are really upset over this. Uh, they have a Facebook page, and the organizer, of they do. yeah, about it. And the organizer <laughs> said she's concerned about traffic congestion, which I think is funny because, like, where are the seniors going? Um, and she okay. said the bowling alley has been part of the landscape for many years, and the facility would strip each islip of its neighborhood feel. And this is my favorite part: uh, people feel like the bowling alley is part of their family. Well, is it islip lanes on Montauk Highway? Okay, no, it's uh. Uh, I forget the name of this place. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. East Islip Lanes. Oh, are you? No, Sharon's now. Sharon thinks it's a. What did somebody say? <laughs> I, I wrote this down. East Islip Senior Center is quote unquote an insult to oh that neighborhood. Oh my god! Seriously, I'm like, come on, right? Because it's part. It's part of. Is it being used or is it vacant? I guess it's being used. She said I was oh. bowling there with my son. I'm like. All right, people. Let's not get so emotionally attached to bowling alley. And there's like a hundred million of them on Long Island. It's your bowling alley? Caroline's oh, getting all okay. Offense. So uh, Caroline and Sharon are joining the Facebook <laughs> no. petition after this, <laughs> after this meeting. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Oh, my God. So Caroline awesome. goes yeah. at bowling alley every Tuesday? Yes, St. Mary's would take us down there. Oh, school. my God. All right. So <laughs> I'm wrong. Okay. This is why we talk about this. This is, this is Long Island life. Mm-hmm. No senior center for you, East Islip. You're going to keep the bowling alley, and everyone loves it. That's a um, Here's an interesting thing on the flip side. Uh, there was an article today about a new, uh, brand new apartment building. I saw this. <gasps> I was going to talk Westbury. about it. Yeah. yeah. It's called The Shelby. I want to move there. 
Do you? Do you have $8,000 no. a month? That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's in Westbury? Yes. Westbury. I, I saw that. That's crazy. Starting out at $2,500, uh-huh. probably for a studio. Yeah. So here it is. This, this Shelby in Westbury will have 210 apartments and 27 hotel units, which yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. $2,700 starting for 500 square feet. 500? That's like, oh my God. That's, that's like, like a hotel room. Is that even that big? <laughs> yeah. Your average hotel room is probably about 270 yeah. square feet. Yeah. Right? If you stay at like Decino, just to give mm-hmm. you a perception. 500 right. square feet, $2,700. Up to $8,000 a month for 2,200 square feet. Amazing. Living large. Living large. Um, but interesting, their other development, because you're like, who's going to pay that? But then you're like, oh, their other development is called the Vanderbilt, and it was fully leased within six months. Wow. And it was four to $8,000 a month. Same thing. <clears throat> well, that's the dilemma with Long Island and its affordable housing right. you know, crisis is that these developers are able to build these units and these buildings that are luxury apartments, and they get sold out yeah. immediately. So there's still buyers for these you know, high-priced yeah. apartments. That's kind of like the dilemma with trying to build truly affordable apartments yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough to navigate that it yeah. is you're right and it's funny well and what the article said and um our our board member our treasured mitch pally was actually quoted in quoted in this article and he's like yeah they're gonna sell because we're getting such an exodus from manhattan yes exactly and so the manhattanites are used to paying that rate yep. and they're gonna get a beautiful brand new facility that has like all these amenities restaurants and pools and gyms and it's what they're paying in the city yeah <clears throat> you know so, four or five hundred square foot in the city yeah you know like yeah. same thing and it's, it's brand new and awesome yeah so it's because of the prices of New York City, too. And people are so used to paying those prices. They're just going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I have some travel tea, but I thought let's. Celebrity? Let's, let's skip to some celebrity. Right. Let's get some fun. <laughs> um, some celebrity is your wife. She's well, a YouTuber. Yeah. She definitely wouldn't. She'd be mad at me right now even <laughs> mentioning her. Uh, but no, she's been doing this for quite some time. She was on the YouTube wave, I guess, probably about eight years ago. And. Her, her YouTube is Charlotte Ferracci. That's her maiden name. She's Sicilian Italian. So, um, <laughs> Charlotte Ferracci. Ferracci. Yeah, okay. F A R A C I. Okay. Okay. Ferracci. And the page focuses on we're Christian. My family. I mean, and so she focuses on uh, like uh, for women of faith, Christian women in general, but and and really how you kind of are going about the 21st century and just the different struggles and ups and downs in life, being a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's a, a, a stay-at-home mom, but that's a full-time job. And so, you know, how she battles that. And then at the same time, kind of being a mother and someone losing your identity in that as a YouTuber and you want to, mm-hmm. you know, pursue your own career. So it's very transparent, I, you know, and, and I'm very supportive of her and I love that she has over 20,000 subscribers. So she's, she's Ooh, amazing. That's yeah, she's, she's really building it up and, um, you know, and, and she she's dedicated to it. Obviously, it's almost 10 years. So yeah, wow, yeah. that's amazing. It's and not she's, easy. She's expecting. Yes. So yeah, yeah. March 30th, we're expecting our second child. Oh my child. god, yeah. baby, any day. Like literally any minute. Yeah. A little baby boy. Yeah. Yay! That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's hard to get YouTube subscribers. So I mean, I know yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, we know. We were talking about um, if losing your identity as a mother, and we were talking about a movie that I watched last uh, episode called The Lost Daughter. It's Maggie mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal okay. uh, movie. It's going to be like up for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's mm-hmm. weird. It's yeah. like an artsy, mm-hmm. weird, twisted movie. But you might, she might want to. Check it out. Yeah, she might want to check it out. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. There's a lot of weird movies coming out. But yeah, I, know, right? I, I mean, think it's yeah. the times. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I think it's like everything's weird. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, nobody knows. We were watching a movie with Kevin Costner. It's called Let Him Go. Do not watch it. Do it not watch it. Do not watch it. Weirdest movie ever. Okay. What was it about? Yeah. What's the premise? 
it was so odd. I mean, it's even depressing to talk about. Yeah, it, but, okay. You know, it just was not a good movie. Mm. I don't right. know. We like that. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you told me that because I'm so into Yellowstone that I probably would have watched anything with Kevin Costner in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So thank you for saving me the the time and heartache. I hate when you spend time and you watch a movie yeah, and, and you're it's bad. Like angry Ugh. after you get angry. Like, yeah. Why yeah. did I just waste two hours? Yeah. You know what I'm actually watching? Sorry. Mm. No. Are we on this? Go, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, inventing Anna. Oh, I've heard you about this. You would love it. Uh, yeah. You where would she's love like it. a Russian spy or something? No. Oh. <laughs> Anna Del uh, Anna Del V. Yeah. yeah. So it's like based off a true story because yeah. they say like every episode. But it's a, about the reporter who was investigating her. Oh, but she but she was a spy or something, right? Wasn't she so. a spy? No, no. She actually. She was a socialite. Was a fraud, though. Yeah. Oh. Like she had no money. She but was like basing everything off of her trust. She took faking it till you make it to the next Fake level. Yes. till you make <laughs> yes. it. I've heard about it. And it's, it's so good. Her, okay, all right. It's on my list, actually. Yeah, so that's cool. All right, cool. Um, so here's what I read. Some celebrity, which is actually also some Long Island uh, live tea. Susan Lucci just had, is that on yours? <gasps> our, our bestie, mm-hmm. Susan Lucci, just had a stent put in her heart. Um, and it was her second one. Mm-hmm. Like in 2018, she had pretty much cardiac arrest. And she had a 90% blockage. And then she started to have some weird symptoms. Mm-hmm. And she called her husband. By the way, her husband of 52 years. Wow. Who who she met at the Garden City Hotel. Mm. He was the chef. And she worked there. And they've been married for 52 years. Wow. Uh, Susan Lucci is, I believe, a Roslyn resident. Mm-hmm. And so she's good. She yeah. and But her message for women, especially, you know, during heart month, which mm-hmm. I think it is, is listen to your body. Wow. Listen to your symptoms. Go get it checked out, wow. and because uh, she's like super healthy. Yeah, yeah. Like she would only eat. drink like hot yeah, lemon she water. She works out and... every day. Yeah. She's such an icon. So Susan Lucci, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, what's your do? You... Uh, so Bella DiNapoli, she made it to the top twenty on The Voice. She's from Long Island. She's actually performing this weekend on the February 24th at the Betterman Distilling Company. Mm. For twenty dollars a ticket, I oh, think cool. that's. I mean, she's going to be awesome. She's yeah. She, she made she the top made it, twenty. The voice. Yeah, the voice is hard. I mean, we know the voice, Sal. The I voice, know, but do you ever wonder, voice. like, the voice? You know what my kids say about the voice? There's been no American Idol star, mm. right? American Idol yeah. has Kelly Clarkson. I, I mean, I'm I'm going to completely true. fault like Daughtry, um, Ruben Stutter, yes. all these household yes. names. Uh, Carrie, whatever her name Underwood. is, Underwood. Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. All these amazing people. They, they came from the... Yes. Really? They were all discovered on American Idol. Wow. Right, right, right. And right. Vanessa Hudgens, like, she plays third. She didn't win. And, uh, and yet, The Voice... Mm. I mean, we, thank I God we have Blake Sal King. The Voice. I mean, come on. Who? Blake Shelton. Oh, yeah. Him. Well, Blake and Gwen, I'm obsessed I with them. them. So I watch for them more than anything. Um, but that's cool. Yeah. Just go see her. I want to let you know. Um, okay. So there's also... You know that... Remember when we reopened... Um, outdoor dining yeah and i went and did that press conference in southampton uh, at 75 main yes so there's a new reality show at 75 main no way called serving the hamptons what yep and uh so it's like it's like the vanderpump right right of the hamptons so the owner who was by the way the cutest i met him during that press conference and he is so cute um i think he's an immigrant i don't remember where he's from but he started as a dishwasher. Here he is. He's the cutest. Um, his oh name, my God! Look how oh, cute. Oh, Z- Zach Erden. He's adorable, and uh, he he had the most he, when he got up to the oh. microphone after, and it was after 
all the restaurants have been closed and the yeah. businesses had yeah, really suffered. Really and he was like, I started a dishwasher. I, I own this restaurant. I've worked my whole life for this livelihood. Wow. And this is so important to welcome back my visitors. Yeah. So cute. Um, so he houses his uh, waiters and waitresses who are all gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, Look I haven't seen him. them. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. And um, and then it follows them, their experience. Oh, that's Serving awesome. the elite people of the I Hamptons. Love it. Yeah. I love it. That's so you great. can watch that. I think it's on the same. I think it's on Discovery Plus where you can also watch Selling the Hamptons. Uh, if you want to watch Rich Houses. Uh, that's my celebrity. All right. We got some more little celebrity. Miss oh. Caroline. I mean, we're, oh, yeah. we're talking. Our TikTok celebrity. She's our in-house celebrity. Right. She got promoted. Yay. Yeah. What's her new title? <laughs> she uh, doesn't even know. Partner. Communications and Partner Relations Facilitator. Caroline got promoted. Congratulations. And then that opened up her position. And it's, you know, we've talked about like hiring people Uh. and how horrible that is. We went through some interesting people Mm -hmm. in that process. By the way, uh, I sent Caroline a video. We should put it on um, social. I sent, because I also watched the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Because I... I was, I, that was my dream in life to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Like I had the white satin jacket with the star and everything. Um, and so I, I watched the show. No, I did. I had it forever. Like I remember, in, I'm just saying it. I remember in brownies, we were going around the circle. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I love and it. And it was like, doctor, lawyer, teacher. I'm like Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. <laughs> Unapologetically. <laughs> yeah. um, didn't happen. Right, There's still right. time. Here we you are. know, you never, never say never. Right. Um, but the two ladies that have made the Dallas Cowboy Children franchise what it is for the last 30 years. So they have this reality show where they make the team and it's so crazy what they have to go through. They were interviewing this one girl and I literally recorded the video because I'm like, this is me and Sharon in <laughs> interviews because the girl's like, oh my God. Uh, and they're like staring at her. Like deadpan, hysterical. Like, they've been through it. Yeah. I mean, think about the Dallas, how yeah. many Dallas Cowboy Children's. They've dealt with in 30 years. I'm sure they've seen it all, but I recorded that video. I'm like, this is me and Sharon. Totally. In interviews. (laughs) (laughs) It's bad. So we were having a tough time. And the next thing you know, Caroline sent us her close friend. She's like like, her best friend. Look who's looking for a job. She's like, you know what? Um, She'll work here. And she she wants to work here because Caroline's been talking about it and how great, Mm -hmm. how much she loves it. Which is the best testament, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think. And then when we were interviewing her, she was just like so down to earth and just like spilling the you know yeah she just totally she was felt so it. cute we loved she's her so i was like she's just like caroline which is yeah. why she's gonna fit right in yeah um so <laughs> congratulations caroline um and also speaking more celebrity kind of i guess but it is um black history month mm-hmm. as you know mm-hmm. and we want to showcase some black owned events or black owned businesses and some black um history events and we were talking about this before and i think what is so cool is that, you know, one of the good things that came out of the pandemic is this focus on diversity and yes. the importance of diversity. And your timing was so perfect, Dan, with your company mm-hmm. in five years. Like now everybody's like really looking for it and craving it and, and figuring out like how to integrate it into business, into what your, your culture. And, um, and so the cool part about some of these things that are happening is not just that they're exhibits or that you can go see something, but we're still learning. Yeah. Like you were saying, there's, there's actually people, you know, like researching and and seeing this history for the first time sometimes, you know? So let's talk about a couple of those places where you can, where you can experience that. So, um, Newsday is doing, did an article today for, uh, for our readers. 
Newsday <laughs> readers <laughs> that we, you know, we follow Newsday. Uh, Long Island Museums showcase black artists and their works. Um, artist Richard Mayhew, Reinventing Landscape at Heckscher Museum of Art. Hofstra University Museum of Art, Art of the Dogon, Art Created by the Dogon People of Mali on the 19th and 20th Centuries. Experience Black Royals Exhibit in African American Museum of Nat of Nassau County and Westbury Arts Creative Visions of Community and Cultural Reflections Connecting the Community Through the Arts. That was a lot. I know. I know. But but the basic thing is is that there are a lot of really cool and we'll we actually have a blog where we talk about all these things. So if you go to discoverlongisland.com, you don't have to remember all this if you're right. driving. Right. Like, go right. to discoverlongisland.com. We have a blog and we'll also this is on all of our social media um, that people can do. But I thought that like one of the things it was a great example was the library chapters in history um bryant library in roslyn is actually uh look they're actually going back and like looking back through all of the archives and pulling out historical facts I love it. I think it's of so black history in their community and i just think that's so cool that the libraries are doing it the art museums are doing it the state parks yeah are showcasing it and yeah, you know it's what amazing. it's uh it's worth being highlighted i think it's worth being noted it's important. My uncle actually, so Stevie Lloyd was part of the the committee that created the African American Museum in Hempstead. Oh, wow. really? Yeah, that yeah, museum yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it really is. So we did a um, an LITV segment on it mm-hmm. uh, last year, and Laura Kern went with us, and it was uh, Joyceetta. Joy, is that the right? Joyceetta Pierce. Sure, Joyceetta Pierce. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was the most incredible Humble. she's like mm-hmm. it, they just renamed it like the joycetta pierce um african-american uh, museum and she, i remember seeing her because she was like frail a little bit and i was mm-hmm. like she's talking about all this incredible history and things that happened and i was like is this written down somewhere like yeah. have you been recording yeah. this because right well long island has like even sag harbor you think about you know the rich history of african-americans in sag harbor and out east a lot of these things are, are not really um well known so that's starting to come out now in, in general because of just the migration from um you know the newly freed slaves from down south but those that were already up here in in the east that really came to sag harbor and, and moved to brooklyn but then migrated post-world war ii and communities like Amityville and Wyandanche. So there's a huge history of, of African-Americans here in Long Island that is really starting to resonate more and just become more aware, like you said, yeah, as, as an understanding of, you know, how our region has really been made up and developed. So It's awesome. And, and I don't think people realize the diversity that exists on mm-hmm. Long Island if you're not from here, because you might just watch, you know, Serving the Hamptons. Right. And you right. think that that's Long Island. But really, we're so diverse from tip to tip. And especially in the, you know, in the closer we get to New York City, yeah. mm-hmm. which is the most diverse city, yeah. you know, in yeah. the country. Um, it's part of what makes us special and amazing Mm -hmm. and um it's part of what why you can go and get incredible food in all these different villages that are so um you know uh, ethnic and like from every culture right you know so we're excited to celebrate every culture and and this just happens to be a black history month and i think every year we're just going to learn more and more Mm -hmm. about the history of long island and uh, we're going to have more to talk about yeah Yay. So uh, I had a lot more to talk about. Uh, we're going to have to save it to next yeah, week because I, I'm gonna we're save like, because Dan's here. And so we're like so excited <laughs> to talk to him about everything. We could talk him forever. Uh, next week, just so you know, we've got some travel tea for you, as well as um, I'm not here. So I'm going to have to give oh. you this article. I'm, I'm going on vacation. Right, I'm going to the Adirondacks right. to okay. ski. Right. And I need to get out of here. Are you a good skier? No, I oh. don't. I came from the <laughs> desert, Dan. 
I don't know. Like, I gotta go. I'm just uh, hoping not to break a hip. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, be, normal people don't take up skiing at my age. Just say no. You'll, you'll no. be fine. Mm, you'll be I'm going to be in a lodge a lot, but that's fine. Um, I'm excited to go to the Adirondacks because yeah, I've never been there. That's awesome. Um, then I'm going to give you this article okay. about, uh, have you heard about the avocados in yeah. Mexico? Uh, yeah. We got to talk about this. Yeah, All right. we do. We'll tell you all about it next week, but until then, uh, thanks for being hot tea. Make sure you please leave us a review. Oh, I want to give one shout out. Donna from New Orleans uh, wrote us oh. and said she's training for a 10K and that we made her laugh the whole time. I love and, it. And uh, she wants to hire the astro cartographer lady. That's amazing. I was like, lady, that's so awesome. So leave us your reviews, uh, send us a voicemail, and uh, we'll give you a shout out on the air. So thank you so much. Thanks, thanks Dan, Dan, for being here. So thank you for having me. It was a good time. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>